Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, here we are again recorded live from the banks of the Sacramento River in beautiful, gorgeous Northern California. A bit warm today. I think we're pushing the high 90s. Supposedly, a little rain's going to come in off the coast tomorrow and cool things down. We never know what's going to happen. There's still snow on Mount Shasta and a little bit left on Mount Lassen. So that's kind of nice to see. This is Chuck Bartok coming to you uh, from the the empire of you can build it, your business. Uh, This is episode 222 of our weekly talk show, which started originally on the fundamentals on how to start a business, be it online or offline. And if you go back and uh, listen to any or all of the 222 past episodes, you'll find step-by-step on how to do your business plan, set up your budgeting, and all that mundane stuff that nobody wants to do. And then, of course, for the last several years, we've been talking about marketing effectively, the type of tools that can be used for marketing, uh, the ones that work and the ones that don't work. And that's what today's call, uh, hopefully we'll have some guests. I see that we do have Paul Lamont from Three Rivers, Wisconsin with us, and I'm sure we'll be joined by a few other people shortly. And when I did send out the email notification, for those of you that are on the email notification list, and if you're not and you'd like to, this is not an opt-in list. It comes. You only get one email a week. There's no advertising, none of that stuff here. It... Uh, just drop me an email at chuckbartok at gmail.com. Give me your best email address, and you'll get a notice from TalkShoe uh, once a week prior to the show to remind you to dial in and join us. Uh, you don't have to pay any attention to it. Ignore it if you want, but at least you're reminded. And so just send me your email address, and we'll plug you in. So, uh, again, the, the, the question that I posed to a couple of groups on Facebook today was... Uh, where am I here, Chuck? You better get get to where you want to go. There's one thing I can't do is talk, chew gum, and, and, and do all this all at once, you know. But I'm not chewing gum, so maybe I can be better. Do, 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 do. Um, what questions do you have? How, how are you reaching new markets? Uh, what kind of an effective follow-up system do you have with people that you meet and tell your story to? Or is there a hot topic you'd like to discuss? So anyway, uh, Paul, I guess you're here with us, and and you're stuck with me as long as you want to be here. Uh, You are. uh, In fact, I've had the privilege of meeting Paul through Facebook back a while ago. Uh, His energy and the thing that he does best, which is uh, teach people how to become fit, prompted me to start a 90-day challenge of my own. You can read more about this, if anybody's interested, at 90daybiz.com. That's B-I-Z, challenge.com, slash fitness. And I'm in my fifth week. Uh, Well, actually, today I've just finished my sixth week, but I didn't do my weigh-in yet, and I haven't started writing my report on that. But uh, it's not a diet. I'm not on a diet. 
I am on a fitness program, and that fitness program takes into account my lifestyle, what time I wake up, when I go to bed, how many hours sleep I get, what I do consume, and how often. And one thing that's been very helpful for me is a product that Paul introduced to me, and uh, I currently make two milkshakes. Well, they're not milk. I guess they are. They're coconut milkshakes most of the time, filled with fresh food or vegetables, and I do that twice a day. I used to only eat one large meal a day and then find myself uh, nibbling crap the rest of the time. And over a two-and-a-half-year period, I was uh, privileged enough to pork on 30 pounds of pure, unadulterated, obese fat. And that was coupled with the change in my lifestyle, which uh, made me more sedentary. And uh, I'm going to be blogging about uh, the problem of those people who sit in front of computers and how they can help themselves too. Paul, you have been marketing a product that you introduced me to. And uh, you market that product because it ties in with what you do. You want to tell a little bit about yourself to everybody and how you got started in this? And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's your microphone. Well, sure, Chuck. Um, I well, have been in fitness for most of my life. Um, I did bodybuilding competitions before I joined the Army and um, did, did three of those. And then I ended up, Kind of a long story, but I ended up joining the military. Um, and through the military, you know, I kept up, you know, my physical fitness and and always working out. And before, you know, I always used to do different types of supplements. And when I finally found my salus, um it's something that I had been looking for for a long time because I always thought, you know, if I'm going to be taking something while working out because it's always good to have a, a recovery drink and or, you know, something that you can take before you work out that's going to help you uh, get through your workouts better and or even just better nutrition like, like by South is, you know, it helps people just eat better. It's, it, so it has been something that I've been looking for for quite a long time um, and it kind of just fell into my lap. Uh, a girl that is friends with my wife and myself, um, her dad lost 28 pounds in 40 days. Wow. Uh, yes. Uh, he lost 28 pounds in 40 days doing this. And it piqued my curiosity. I'm like, what, you know, what is she doing? Mm-hmm. And so she, she told me, and, and that's, you know, that's kind of the short story of how I got, in, got into my well, can, can I... Can I kind of interrupt there for a minute? Sure. You just said 40 pounds in how short of a time? No, 28 pounds in 48 days. Oh, I mean, 28 40 pounds. In, okay, 28 pounds in 48 days. Okay. 40, 40 days, yes. Okay. Now, uh, okay, so I, I want to come back to that. So remind me to come back to that story, okay? So so you were introduced to the product very much like you and I were. And, of course, there are literally thousands of products out there. Yes, Yes, there is. Um, there's definitely thousands of products. I, I really researched, um, you know, by sales very carefully. And, you know, it's not that I don't eat meat. I, I love meat, but I also know the benefits of soy. And um, before I was doing this, I was doing different types of uh, soy slash rice proteins and things like that. Um, but when I once I found soy, did did my research, it, it was right up my alley. Okay. Um, so through promoting this, I was able to actually 
you know, I I live in a small town. I live in a town of maybe 1,500, surrounded mm-hmm. by uh, different towns of 1,500. It's a, they're tourist towns, so you know how a tourist town will fluctuate in the summer and sure. then pretty much dead in the winter. So as far as being a personal trainer, you know, I wanted to do it on my own, but I didn't want to go through a gym. I didn't want to be owned by somebody. I wanted to be able to do it on my own. And through promoting Vitalis, I guess, was able to basically propel me to be able to do that because that gave me the income-wise from that so that I didn't have to worry about if I didn't get enough clients at first. But I thought of something even even better, and I started doing boot camps. Um, which they have totally exploded and taken off. Okay, so this is uh, how you are reaching and meeting North. And, of course, you're being paid for the boot camps, too. So this is part of your whole business plan, correct? Correct. But another part of my business plan was to charge, you know, for instance, if you go to the Y or if you go to some other, you know, health club, they'll charge you anywhere from 150 to 300 bucks for a boot camp. And that's fine. They have five to ten people. Well, what I did, and I, I kind of figured, you know, if I charged less, then I would get, you know, ten, you know, twice as many people. So I charged $75 for my boot camp, and in some of my boot camps, I have upwards of, you know, 25 people. Uh-huh. Um, and they keep growing and growing and growing. So I know most people wouldn't have done that, but... I wanted to I wanted to get the people, and I wanted to be able to reach more people that, especially the ones that might not have been able to afford, you know, 150, 300 bucks. Right. Because they deserve they they deserve more than more than anybody, especially if they're working hard, sure. and not not able to um, get themselves healthy. I wanted I wanted them to be able to afford it. I wanted something for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, so your business then is 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 the meeting of people face to face, sharing the knowledge that you have about the things you do best, which is showing people how to become fit, and you also have the opportunity to introduce them to food plans, which of course tie into the physical side of because this fitness is is not just you know diet to me is a very negative word. I I just I have always abhorred the word diet as it is used in today's vernacular. Now, in reality, diet is a plan of food. If I'm a dietitian, I'm a person who studies the blending and the mixing of various foods to the benefit of the body. You know, that's what a dietitian does. But the word diet today has become, in my way, uh, bastardized into a very negative thing because people want to be fit, they're touted and blasted about diet, but nobody takes the time and energy like you do in putting together a complete plan. And and, and that is not a difficult thing, and you don't have to spend a fortune doing it, right? I will need more. Oh, Lori's with us. Good evening, Lori. <laughs> Sorry about that, Chuck. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Good. We're, we're, we're talking with Paul Lamont in Three Rivers, Wisconsin. Uh, a brilliant young man. I don't know if you've met Paul before. Paul, this is Lori Polina in St. Louis, affectionately called the Warrior Goddess. Here's a young lady who has conquered many challenges in her life, 
and uh, everyone she tackles, she's able to uh, to come out on top. And we're very glad that Lori joined us. We were talking. Paul's business is personal fitness, Lori. And, of course, he's the one that introduced me to the product, one product, that I'm using in my Total Fitness Challenge program. Again, and I was talking about, you know, the word diet, which everybody's going to go on it. I'm on a diet. I'm on the Atkins diet or the Peter Principle diet or whatever it is. Or I'm taking this pill because it does this for me. And my neighbor lost 50 pounds in four days on this diet. And then when I turn around and see that person six months ago, they've gained 60 because they didn't, they did not focus their time, energy, and mindset on fitness. And, and what we were going to meet here tonight was to talk about what things Paul is doing to promote his business. And or, Paul, are you having areas, I know Lori and I have discussed areas in her business that she needs to, you know, kind of maybe change direction on. Are are you feeling your business is continuing to go forward, Paul? Yes, it is. Yes, it is, definitely. Okay. And is that primarily person to person? Um, yes, it is. Uh, I mean, my, my uh, boot camps have grown by word of mouth and Facebook. Um, you know, I tried doing flyers mm-hmm. and in my in my area that just did not work. Okay. Um I you know, to put a newspaper ad is, is roughly three hundred and fifty dollars or something like that around here. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm not about to do that. And uh I think if I did though, it it might bring a few more people. But I think word of mouth works the best. Um, you know, and there's there's people in my boot camps that I end up you know, charging them way less and or um, sometimes I let, I let some people do it for free only because um, I know they're going to tell people, number one. Okay. And number two, um, you know, for instance, I know where they work or, or something along that lines, and I just know, and I, and I know for a fact that they literally can't afford it. Right. Um, but I know if they, if they end up telling their friends, that's only going to lead to more people. Uh, in my in my boot camps, right. So so y- your your business is the the actually the I, I want to say things that you do provide a service to people, and right. with with the introduction of the Visalis Sciences products, you can also offer those people plus others plus others. Uh, uh, Food, well, you know, supplements to help them maintain their fitness. Now, how do you feel if somebody's in your boot camp and and they're taking uh, Joe's uh, famous whey protein milkshakes? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of an interesting question because I think it affects all of us in business when we meet that person who is amenable to what you're saying, but may not be amenable to all the things you're saying. And that and that's fine. You can't you. Um... You're not going to be able to get everybody. You know, you're, you're not. It's just like trying to please everybody. You can't do it. Right. Um, but and and I have people like that in my boot camps right now uh, okay. that are are doing different things. But the funny thing is, is the people the people that are on 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 the Vitalis products are getting a lot better and faster results than the people that are doing the other things. Okay. So the product the product kind of speaks for itself. Um, and I'm not saying it's like that with everybody. 
Um, but you know, not everybody's going to be open to to what you're doing, uh-huh. and and that's fine. You just you just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. So, in other words, in, in in this business, this great big world of commerce, and and of course, Visalis happens to be a multi-level product. But isn't it interesting that a pe- person can purchase the product without any commitment of producing anything other than using the product for their own personal benefit? But the company does have another little catch that if you're a customer and you happen to share the message with somebody else, and should they happen to purchase the product, uh, you're benefited because if three people a month do that, yours is free. Now, you're not earning any money, is that correct? As a customer, no. Um, but you can get your product for free as a customer. That's a hundred dollars a month, ninety-nine dollars a month. Right. Yeah. So you're benefiting yeah. yourself financially, and you're benefiting yourself on the fitness program. Correct. All right. And there's more than one product because there's some people that uh, I'm I'm fascinated with, and I'm writing about right now the neuro product. Because I see all these young people that I uh, in my neighbor in my area that are just gobbling up all these energy drinks, which were never around when I was a kid or a young man working in the fields, and and here this company has a product that's very easy to use. You just carry some packages with you, little tubes, and and buy a bottle of water or take water with you, which is a lot cheaper, by the way. You don't have to buy bottled water. Take it home. Take it with you from your tap and freeze it. And uh, mix this neuro in, and you've got all the energy you need, and it's more beneficial to your body. So the company has other products, and uh, and uh, how would you market that product, uh, or, or are you marketing that product? Um, well, since I use it myself, and what we do is we have challenge parties, people get to try the product. Um, on Facebook, I, I do explain and other areas too, is you know, especially in boot camps and whenever I, I talk to okay. like about it, so I, I do explain and the the side effects of you know the regular energy drinks that you're seeing all these kids do, right? Uh, how harmful they are, um, you know, and we offer we offer something a lot more um, beneficial, a lot a lot um, healthier um, that has all natural and the other thing is it's a heck of a lot less expensive. <laughs> That's, true. That's the thing that amazed me. Uh, it, Paul, I think we're going to be losing you. Uh, you. You are drifting away on your phone. Uh, did you have any specific question about an area that you want to improve your marketing on? About an area for my market, Chuck? Yeah, I mean, you know, is there anything that you would like to focus on improving your ability to reach more people? You know, I, I it seems like the more I talk to you, the more I learn. And um, especially, you know, you have a gift of asking. You just seem to ask all the right questions. Um, and you seem to come up with, with things that you know, for instance, that I want to think about. Okay. And you have a you have a, a talent for engaging people, and for um, you know, like I said, asking questions, but basically getting to know people without them even realizing it. <laughs> and um, 
you know, I, I I think I'm 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 decent at talking to people, but you know, I I want to know. I mean, I guess I guess that's my question: is how do you get that good, Chuck? Well, I you know, uh, Paul, you're a fitness trainer, and uh, you lift a lot of. You know, you 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 build your body. You, you you're you're part of your life is body building, whereas a man like myself, I'm mostly focusing on becoming fit. Okay, and 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 guess what? I've learned how to become fit much better in the last five weeks since I've met you and the team, is that I do something over and over again. And the worst, I don't care what it is you want to do. Uh, you have to do something over and over again. And I was not born with this ability to do the things that you say I do. But what I have done for the past 52 years is done the same thing over and over again. And an example of it was when, when I quit farming and in my 20s and moved to the beach and I was sufficiently in a position that I didn't have to work right away. I was in my late 20s and I played golf and fished every day. And I was on the golf course one day, and a gentleman's, you know, we'd start talking, we're playing golf, and his bottom line is I should go into a specific business. And I said, I'm not interested in that. And he said, well, you should, because I think you'd be great at it. And, and everybody's heard this story. So the bottom line is the young man that I chose to go into business with had devised a very simple conversation that when I first heard it was so stilted and so uh, away from me. Do you know what I mean? It was just, it wasn't me. And uh, he had just gotten out of the Marine Corps. This was uh, early Vietnam time. Uh, He was a pilot, a pilot trainer. And anyway, he had been used to talking to people, right, of various walks of life. The bottom line is I perfected and committed to my subconscious, that's when I started learning more about my subconscious mind, that presentation. Now, the only way I did that was by doing it over and over again in real circumstances. And this is where I think most of us fall down. We have the societal yoke on our shoulders that's called fear. There is no such thing in fear, fear as far as you as an individual. Where fear comes from is from society, from the devil, okay? Right. I mean, uh, we as human beings, the only thing that, that we really, uh, survival is, 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 you know, we will fight for survival. You see what I mean? Right. But, but as far as, if, what, what people are afraid of is not themselves. They're afraid of what somebody else will think. And in reality, as I was taught by my parents, who gives a diddly squat what other people think? Are you doing the best at what you want to do to satisfy you? Okay? I mean, I know that sounds selfish, but God put us here to be in his image and likeness, and therefore we've got to do the right things. And the right thing is to make ourselves do the right thing. That sounds redundant. So... <laughs> So this becomes repetition. So if you find it difficult to talk to people, first you, you, you do have in your mind or your mind, you know, in your subconscious, a track to follow. And this, you don't have to buy uh, what's his, I mean, I, I can write tracks for anybody on any product, okay? But these are my words, and we have to make them apply to you. But 
what we do is we go out and we tell our story. And actually what, what it is, it's telling a story. The first time you tell the story, you might fall flat on your butt. You might forget the fourth sentence. And, and in, rather than break out into a, a, a state of red face because you're worried about what the other person you said now, you turn around and you say, isn't this a joke? I'm working on perfecting a system, and I haven't got very far. By the way, have you ever done anything like this? You know, you turn it right back into the other person, okay? Take this pressure off of you, put it on them. And that's really what all this is about. The pressure should not be on you. You're in control. The more often you do it, I guarantee anybody. Uh, Lori Polina is, is a top-flight concert pianist, and she taught herself to do that with some guidance in school and college. But she was told that she couldn't play the piano because she has a physical malady, see? And it was a hell of a lot harder for Lori Polina to learn how to play the piano because she had to work harder at it. But she did it. And how she did it was doing the same crap over and over again. Is that right, Lori? Many, many hours of it, Chuck. Over and over again, <laughs> you finally got to the point where you were the best in the world, you know, or what, you know, in your environment there. So, again, Paul, those of us involved in marketing have to put a story in our mind based on fact, based on knowledge. And we need to re, re, uh, repeat that story. And, and, and there's a great sales trainer by the name of Michael Klaus, who I have a, I've really enjoyed working with this young man. He's a world-famous multimillionaire sales trainer, travels around the world, does uh, you know, great seminars for corporations. And, and, and also Bob Schmidt picked up on this. The two of them kind of blended the same thing. But the statement was... The question you ask yourself every day is how many times was your story told by you, an associate, a tool, or an event? Now, both of these gentlemen were involved in multi-level marketing. And the word by an associate is multi-level marketing, if I understand it correctly, is based on you being with me and I'm going to share my knowledge with you to help you go out and share the story to people that you know. And I earn a little bit from that activity that you do, and you earn, and the people below you earn. And I, the more people we have, you know, it's not. It's kind of like uh, the president of the United States, who's at the top of the period. The more people that us idiots pay in taxes, the better. You know, more times he can play golf, right? So, you know, it's the same thing. So anyway, uh, it's the repetition of the story. Most people don't really have a story. Do you have a story, Paul? Uh, I would like to think of you. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not, you don't have to answer that. You know, it's a rhetorical question. Lori, do you have a story about the wonderful product that you market? Yes, I do. Chuck. Okay. And are you pretty much sticking to that story? Yes, I am. Chuck. See, what a lot of people do that I've observed in multi-level marketing, people that have called me and say, Chuck, my business is going nowhere. I can't do something is they're always trying to, to change it because somebody else did something that worked for them. And, and, and Paul, I, we, we talked earlier on the show about, about going to events, you know, company events. In some instances, those can become very dangerous because you hear somebody talk up there and, and they have a wonderful success story to tell and they do it completely different than you do. And then all of a sudden we start saying, oh my gosh, maybe I should change my ways. In most cases, the things you're doing are 100% correct. We're just not doing them enough. Go ahead, Laurie. I'm sorry. Well, I think 
that there is that danger, yes, but the other flip side of that, and this is something that I believe we we really felt in what we just the event that we just attended uh, for send out cards is the the upside of going of attending events, showing up for events is that it builds your belief mm-hmm. in what you're doing. Right. If anything, it's brought it's brought it home to me that that we believe in the cause of showing gratitude mm-hmm. to those that we care about. Um showing celebrating life of those that we love mm-hmm. while they're there to know that they're celebrated. And being at that event showed us the importance of showing up, building the belief, and showing up and being not only mentally but physically present. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, the, the event was a positive situation for you. Very, very. It was fantastic. Yeah, and, and, and what's interesting, because you've shared with me on our Tuesday program, is at that event, somebody in your organization uh, has designed a program that made sense for you and your husband as far as your lifestyle and the things that are important to you, and that is the sharing of gratitude. Uh, I've given away literally thousands of copies of a book called The Power of Gratitude, and all success, I've never met a successful person that was not gratitudinous. I'm talking filthy rich people. They said thank you more times than most people I ever knew. And they made you feel that they were sincerely thankful that you were even in their presence. And and it's amazing that gratitude is something that we can give for free. And gratitude should be part of our life on a daily basis. And as I've said on this show, you know, you start your day off talking to the boss. And, you know, you and the boss have this board of directors meeting. And you do the same thing in the evening, and you have to be brutally honest with yourself both times. And the only thing we really need to do at the end of the day is to accomplish one or two simple things that we have outlined for ourselves to do. Another thing that I feel, Paul, and and, and we all get caught in this, and I get caught in it every day, is I think most of us try to heap way too much on our shoulders. And then we feel really bad because we haven't done it. But what would happen, Paul, in your organization if everybody in your organization promised to themselves that they would tell their story to one new person a day? It would explode. (laughs) Laurie, if you told your story to one new person a day, what would happen? That that would change. I mean, that changes the course of everything because okay i'm going to ask the both of you only because i really like you no i don't tell us here or if you if you want to confess fine why aren't we telling our story to one new person a day I don't hear anybody jumping up and giving me an excuse why you're not. <laughs> because I mean, I, I would have when when we don't. Okay. Um, when we don't, it's usually the 
usually the fear of of what some I mean usually fear that they're going to think you know what are they going to think they're going to think I sound stupid or something and that that has for me um just in in little things just in meeting my my willingness to to introduce myself to a stranger mm-hmm. um recently that has begun to recede um where i'm I'm not making a stride to make direct inroads to try to introduce myself to someone new on a on a more daily basis okay, so, so so you you are you are consciously not doing it correct correct i'm I'm consciously not allowing that fear. Oh, not letting the fear control you. Okay. Right. I'm I'm consciously like tonight at church even. We sat near a couple that we found out um not very long into the service had only been attending our church um about a year or so and we got to introduce ourselves to them and, and they just they opened up and said, you know, um, we're not very good at this prayer thing and I said, You know what? None of us are perfect. You don't have to be. You just mm-hmm. talk to God. You just talk to God like, like you would talk to me or to your best friend. Right. You know, um, just letting him know that hey, um, you know, just be yourself. See, and what you did is you engaged. And and when I say tell your story, your story is who you are. Because if you are in business. If you are serious about being in business and operate with a business mindset, that is who you are. And if you engage people, it will follow. Exactly. It will follow that you will be telling them your whole story. Exactly. And that's and that's what I'm making right. a conscious effort to engage Somebody knew. Somebody knew. Right. On a on a more daily basis. And, and the interesting thing about telling your story, it is best told by you asking questions. <laughs> and, and and that's something that people just can't seem to get behind. Paul, Paul, did did you grasp what I said there? Yes, I did. Telling your story is really nothing more than you asking questions. It's it's funny because that was just like tonight. The first question out of my mouth was, "Are I I don't think I've seen you. Are you new? Right. Uh, are you one of the new folks here?" And they uh-huh. said, "Well, actually, we've been attending here about a year." And I said, "Oh, great! You know, and and but we then we exchanged names and mm-hmm. and I got to tell them we have two beautiful children. And it mm-hmm. was just, it was just funny. It's it's that way. It takes the fear out of Oh my gosh! I'm I can't walk up to that person and right. and introduce myself. I'm going to look like a dork. And and what's going to happen <laughs> if in this engagement, and if there is reception, that's another thing that we forget about. You know, everybody doesn't like me. A lot of people don't like the way I look, and that's cool. I could give a squat. But if if we do engage and 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 we see a spark coming, okay. Those people, that relationship is going to evolve into the point that at some point in time in your case, you're going to say something like, and this is a question, 
Have you ever found it difficult to keep track of all of the dates and and uh, anniversaries and celebration times that uh, that we all seem to be to have? Man, I'll tell you what. The other day, I just realized I missed my cousin's birthday, and the only thing that saved me is that I learned quite a while ago how to use a system. It's extremely economical, and it solves my problem, you see. Well, I asked a question, and then they can say, yeah, I always do that. Or no, I have a beautifully uh, written notebook with everybody's names and dates. In fact, I write, this is what my wife does. She writes everybody's birthdays on the calendar when she turns the calendar. All we got to do is look at June, and everybody's birth dates that are in June or anniversaries is there, staring us at the face in the kitchen, Okay. So if you made a person like that, you say, wow, that's phenomenal. Let me ask you this. Do you find yourself spending quite a bit of money for for, for mailing those cards out? Yeah, it's getting to be a burden. I'm going to have to start cutting back. Well, you know, a few months ago, I was introduced to a program that allows me to take the information that you have and very easily have it done for me at a lot less cost. I, I mean, I just... Obviously, I made this scenario up in my, in, you know, just in this conversation, right? right? But what what the scenario that I just said is absolutely something that could happen every day. Well, I even I I started that with a little bit different of a twist this evening. Even at the close of the service, I said to the lady of the couple, I said, you know, before we get out of here, would you mind if I took? Would you mind if we took a picture? If you, I'd like to put it on our refrigerator and, and be praying for you and encourage you. And then, you know, as as we get to know them better, I'm going to, you know, um, would you mind if I exactly get into, um, you know, uh, it'll probably come up in, uh, I, I'm not good with names, uh, you know, but uh, I forget names a lot. Do you? Mm-hmm. And then, and then segue into that that whole kind of scenario, right. like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. But I started building that tonight with, with, hey, can I get a picture of you that I can stick on my fridge and be praying right. for you? you know? now, 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 Paul, you're you're, you're sitting there. <laughs> Lori is sharing some great ideas with us. Do you feel this to be a contrived situation, or do you see this as becoming the natural? process of a business mindset. Oh, it's... Uh, Go ahead, Paul. Yep, I, I, I definitely uh, um, I definitely see it being a natural part of business, and uh, um, my, I think my, my issue, as far as I need to get out more. Okay. You know, I'm always, I'm always, like, I'm watching the kids, and I'm always hurrying to get from here to where, or whatever, or or some sort of whatever, and it's like sometimes what I just need to do is go hang out in somewhere and just strike up a. I I don't mind. I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can just strike up a conversation with anybody. Um, and I just need to go out and and force myself to to go out and do that because like a lot, you know, like I said, I'm I I live in a small town, surrounded right. by small towns, surrounded by small towns, out in the bi- middle of nowhere. And basically, I just I just need to get out more. Paul, uh, do you do you not to be nosy, but do you attend a church there in the small town? Yes, I do. You um, know what? 
then you, just like I did, this this whole conversation maybe took a couple of minutes during the service and a couple of minutes afterward. It's not going to be any big thing. And there's always new people in our congregation that maybe we've seen but we don't know. Exactly. You look for the new. You look for the new faces. Mm-hmm. And, but, and and then it just becomes, say something, say hello, with a smile on your face. And we wrote about that in Best Business Mindset Alliance today. <laughs> yes, and I replied to that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know that that's Paul. You you brought up an interesting point, and and I I know a little bit about your daily schedule. But do you do the shopping or does your wife? We both do. Okay. To me, of course, I I just, you know, I was in the food business. That was primarily my life, growing, processing, packing, and distributing food to people and serving it to them in our restaurants, okay? From the field to the plate, you know, it used to be a fun thing for me. But a grocery store to me, and we live in a small town also. Ours is a little larger than yours by probably eight, 900 people, and all the little towns around us are the same way. But grocery stores, to me, I have never talked to everybody in my town, even when I lived in one town for 30 years. And every time I went to the holiday market, which is now Shop and Save, I was always enjoy. I always enjoyed striking up a conversation with people that I knew or did not know previously. And it's interesting how, as time goes on, and these are not, you know, how many times has your story been told? That's the question, not how many closes did you have today. That's the burden we don't want to have on our shoulder. How many times was your story told? Because if you tell your story enough times to enough people who want to listen, there's going to be enough people who want to know more information. I think these people that come in new to MLM marketing feel a sense that everything has to happen right now. Now, for some, it will. You know, there are some people who are in a position of already having authority in social groups. Like when we recruited the governor of the state of Kentucky at the Kentucky Derby for, for, for a supplement drink, you know. Sitting next to the governor, Kathy turns around, or Candy, I mean, and and uh, they start, and, the, and of course the governor was retiring because she lost the election, and she ended up that ending up to be a distributor for an MLM product. Now, do you think she did well right away? Yes, she did. Why? Because how many people could she touch quickly and easily, you see? One of us don't have that opportunity. We don't have that privilege. We have to create our own, and we can do it with a well-designed plan of action. And that's what some of the things that we've discussed on this program over the years. Right. I think too many, Chuck, I think too many are into the, they, they get the instant gratification mindset that, that they, they've paid too much attention to these get-rich-quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you sit back and, and watch the, the money roll in as we do all the work for you. Yeah. And those, Schemes, excuse me, but they're crap. They're yep. they're BS. <laughs> they're they're not they're not real. Yeah. Absolutely. That's um, our company CEO and founder wrote a book that Brad and I brought home from convention called MLM Blueprint, uh-huh. and it talks about 
it oddly it, it discusses that the blueprint that you have regarding MLM in your subconscious is the result of all of those all of those experiences. Uh, you know, you start out with that with the stars in your eyes, and then the naysayers hit, and that blueprint gets mucked up with all the the negativity, all the naysayers, and you go, oh well, this this can't work, and you've planted that in your subconscious about this can't work. And we can guarantee that it won't work that way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Lori and Paul, I'm looking at the time here, and you know what it means. It's 7.20 on a Tuesday. It means the boss lady is telling me it's time to leave. You know, and uh, anyway, uh, Paul, I don't know if we, we helped in any way. Uh, Lori, I really appreciate the things you shared with us, and every time we talk, you seem to just, you know, really grasp things and move forward. And, Paul, this is an endless conversation, isn't it? Um. Adam, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's endless, um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I always learn that it's just I gotta, um, I just gotta implement. Right. Well, your team, the people that that look up to you, uh, every one of them have strengths, and some of them, and you know, all of us have weaknesses, if you want to use that word, or places that we need improvement on. I always like to say, let's absolutely emphasize the things we do well, and then when we have time, let's improve those that we don't. And if you would like to gather some of your team members for next Wednesday, we can talk about the importance of expanding your strengths, not forgetting your weaknesses, but if you focus daily on another expansion of a strength, you will find not naturally those weaknesses will grow in positive nature. It's funny that way. Somebody says, I'm a poor public speaker. And I'll ask the question, well, what is it that you do real well? And they say, well, I can talk on the telephone easily. Or I don't mind one-on-one -on -one conversations. I just can't speak to a crowd or two or three people. I could never do a, a challenge party. I said, well, you know what? I think that's great. Why don't you just take challenge party out of your mind and focus for the next two weeks on becoming even more skilled on the one-on-one -on -one or on the telephone or on writing letters. It's funny because we're going to have successes, increased successes, we're going to find that some of the inhibitions and the fears, quote, fears that we had are going to diminish because we're, we're starting to feel pretty good about ourselves. And you know what? I can't help anybody. Uh, the, the old adage, I can't love anybody until I have a uh, love myself, and that's not a bad statement. I have to care about myself enough to care about myself. People who are addicted, people who are suffering uh, tremendous hurt and pain, the only thing they've lost is the loving of themselves. And since they were born in the image and likeness of greatness, all they need to do is to come back and, and come back into that image. I mean, I didn't, you know, this is not a preaching show. Everybody knows that. It's a business show. Have you ever met a successful business? Truly, the, th the two of you, have you ever met a really successful business person that didn't like themselves? Not that I know of. Yeah. 
In fact, the bigger they are, I remember this. I was so privileged as a young man to meet people who are now deceased, but giants. I used to have breakfast in the morning with Leonard Firestone, the founder and CEO of a Firestone Rubber. Well, his, his, his son, in other words. And if you look at my Focus Society mastermind, you'll see people in there. And we belong to a stock club together. I was 23 and he was 70. And the other man in the group was, was uh, uh, Mr. Siegel, who was the founder of American Tank Car, all the railroad tank cars in the world, you know. And, and, and these, these guys were just ordinary people. And, 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 and they were so gratitudinous. And, I mean, they just embodied all of the wonderful virtues. And they were the least selfish people I ever met. And all of these were self-made individuals. None of them were. Well, Firestone, his daddy, started the company. But that doesn't mean squat because your daddy could start the company. And I know a hell of a lot of companies that aren't around today because the kids didn't know squat. Most of them did not have the ethical fortitude or the backbone that their parents had. So, believe it or not, the more successful a person is, they, they possess no ego. They're humble. And, and, and they like themselves. Do you feel bad liking yourself, Lori? No. In fact, um, I think that's what's helped me over the past uh, few years since I've become a student with Focus Society Mastermind. Is I think I've, I've come to learn how to like myself more. That's cool, and you're showing it by all the all the things that have happened. And you know, uh, you and your husband are just growing on a daily basis, and it's so neat. I'm gonna have to leave, guys. My wife's gonna get really mad at me, but we love her anyway. So, have a great Wednesday night, Chuck. Thank you, and and, and next next week, let's try to bring some friends in. Let's let's bring some friends in here. Get this going, okay? Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Laurie. Thank you, everybody listening today, tomorrow, and in the future. Your show today was brought to you by Team Health, the number two wealth, teamhealth2wealth.net. Stop by and visit, uh, see some of the products that uh, uh, Paul and I discussed, and, and our new blog, which you can follow my progress, see pictures of me naked, well, partially naked anyway, uh, at... Uh, and that is called 90daybizbizchallenge.com slash fitness. In fact, I'm just writing an article now about uh, uh, exercises that I'm going to start doing right here in my home to help me. I appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, could say go out and have a good day, but we always like to know that there is no alternative. Talk to you later. Thank you for coming by. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.